Hey there, I'm Natalie Abbott, and this is The Dwell Podcast. At Dwell, we help you memorize one Bible verse every month. On our weekly podcast, we talk about what our verse means, how it's challenging us, and about how the God of the universe wants to connect with us in our daily lives. Well, welcome back to the Dwell Differently podcast. It's your host, Natalie Abbott, and I got my sister Vera today. What's up, everybody? Uh, Okay, so Easter is coming. Here comes Peter Cottontail. He's hopping down the bunny trail. Um, No. Actually, we're going to be talking about how do we put (laughs) Jesus at the center of Easter. Um, Not that we hate Easter bunnies, especially ones that are made out of chocolate. But we do want to talk about and equip our parents, especially out there, and, you know, friends and whatever. Like, how do we talk about the gospel? Because this is the time of year when people talk about Easter. And that's like the central thing to what we believe. Totally. I, uh, I've i had pastors be like, hey, this is the perfect, like everybody's going to church anyway. Like invite a friend. They're, people are open to saying yes to church around Easter time, which is like pretty awesome. Also intimidating because it is, it's a rather uh, crazy thing that we believe. It is a crazy thing. I remember before I was a Christian, when I was in college, actually um, talking with some of my roommates, and we were literally making fun of the idea of the blood of Christ and the body of Christ. We were like, that's so weird. That is the weirdest thing. Like, why? What does that even mean? Like, what happens if you skip church? Can you go through like a blood of Christ, body of Christ drive-through or something (laughs) it was so weird very sacrilegious um but in some ways like even early christian like like early non-christians thought that christians were cannibals because of the whole like the blood and body of christ thing it's it is a bizarre concept it really is it really it's a hard it's a hard concept Uh although it is i mean in some ways it's it's super easy it's easy enough for a kid to understand which is what we're going to be talking about today is how do we how do we make this concept relevant for our kids how do we help them understand it and the reason i bring up the blood of christ is because it's in our verse and anybody who's listening to this who is a little bit less familiar with christianity here is like Christianity 101 right here. So our verse is, but now in Christ Jesus, you who were once far away have been brought near by the blood of Christ. So I, anytime I even read that, it just makes me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Probably still my like non-Christian background roots that just kind of make me feel like, oh, do I have to talk about the blood of Christ? It just feels like a really, really hard thing to explain. Like I'm at the place in my own faith where I'm like, I totally get it. I understand why we need it. I'm so thankful that Jesus sacrificed his life on my behalf. But to say blood of Christ to somebody still feels intimidating to me, even when when I'm talking about it with my own kids. Totally. So how do we do that? Okay. Well, first off, we put together a special Easter page on our website that's going to be talking about this verse. It has a little devotional that you can read through either with your kids or with, you know. Yourself. Yourself. (laughs) I mean, I read it this morning. Natalie sent it over and I was like, I needed that message again to my own heart. So it's for everybody. 
It is for everybody. I, it is more kid specific. It definitely totally. doesn't use any hard concepts. It really tries to um, break down what we're talking about. So this this verse that we're looking at. But wait, but wait, you missed the best part. Oh, it oh, does okay. come with a write up, but it also comes with the coloring page that normally just our members get yes. um, as a digital add on to their monthly membership. But this verse. But now in Christ Jesus, you who were once far away have been brought near by the blood of Christ. That's Ephesians 2.13. So we put that design. It's a really beautiful design this month. Um, and the coloring sheet might be my favorite or second favorite coloring sheet that we've done. So we're making it available to everybody to print that off. And it's going to be an awesome way for you to kind of have this conversation with your kids while they're like focused on something that they're enjoying. Yes, Vera, you are right. There's a, there's a lot of like add-on wonderful things that you can have. Um, and also, if you aren't a Dwell member and you want to get the actual temporary tattoos, I have a sneaky trick for you. You can become a Dwell member, sign up for May, and then you can go into our kit shop, which has like old verse designs, and buy this month's design. Yes. So yes, yes, yes. sneaky. Um, but yes, if you are if you are really wanting to dive into this first and you want to do it either with roommates or friends or your own children, this is a great way to do that. Um, and the coloring page is beautiful. It's amazing. I always love doing the coloring page. Yeah, and the link is it's a it's free. I don't think we mentioned this. The 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 membership isn't free. We've got these amazing coloring sheets for free with all the questions for your kids. So. Yes, and a little devotional that kind of talks through how how you it's actually just you just read it out loud to your kids. It's like a little story. So, anyway, I want to talk to you though Vera about the questions that we have on that page because I think mm-hmm. that's going to help us see the application of our verse. So again, our verse is, but now in Christ Jesus, you who were once far away have been brought near by the blood of Christ. So you have this this contrast here. Uh, one At one point, you were far away, but now you've been brought near, and who brought you near? Jesus did. Okay, so how we hop into that concept, not to give an Easter pun there, is... <laughs> Sorry, I can't help myself. Um, but how we how we get there is we talk about what does it mean in a relationship when there's distance from somebody. So our first question that we ask for our kids, and we're gonna I'm gonna ask you this, Vera, is how do you feel when someone is mean to you? How does it make you feel? Uh, crushed makes me feel um, unworthy. It makes me feel. Um... Like maybe I did something to them first. It makes me fearful. It makes me sad. That's mm-hmm. how I feel. Okay. And so when that happens, when someone is mean to you, do you feel closer to that person or do you feel further away? I feel further away. Okay. So you feel further away, right? You feel farther away when somebody is mean to you. Um, but did you know that we can do things that hurt God's heart? And what do you think some of those things might be? So this is a great question to talk about. Like if when we do something to our friends or when someone does something to us, it creates distance in our relationship, makes us feel far away from them. Are there things we can do that make God feel far away from us? Definitely. Um, Anytime that I've done something hurtful to another person or anytime I've put something else on the top spot the you know the most important spot in my life i'm creating that distance from god Mm -hmm. um sometimes i don't even realize it until 
time has gone on and I it's like I snap out of it. I'm like, oh my goodness, I have put a hundred other things in on on the top spot instead of God. Yeah. Yeah. And I just think about how, you know, our kids might answer that question and help. I hit my brother. (laughs) I lied to mommy. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. And and I think even for older kids, too, this is a really helpful way of of getting them to think about how um, how our actions, the things that we do that are that we know are bad, like bad things. Like we all feel that sense of like, that's not right, especially Mm -hmm. when someone does it to us. But talking through you know, that, that that when we do those bad things, those things that we would all not want anybody else to do to us, that those things hurt God's heart. And how might those things make us far away from God, Vera? Um, we could feel ashamed, mm-hmm. like we have to hide from God, that we're not good enough, that um, we could never let him see the thing that we did that was wrong. Mm-hmm. So then um, then the, the content that we have in there talks about how we can be right before God and how Jesus is the one who brings us near. Um, and so I think that's a really great starting place to talk through with your kids. And even at the end, um, there's a prayer there for for kids to say, you know, God, I want to be near you. I, I love you. And I'm sorry that I do wrong things that make you sad. And please forgive me. And then mm-hmm. saying to Jesus, Jesus, you took my punishment. Like, so we talk about how, um, there's an example that I give in that content about how if you had a friend who didn't do anything wrong and you did something wrong and you were going to get in trouble, how would you feel if that friend who didn't do anything wrong took your place and said, I'm going to go to timeout for for him. I'm going to miss my recess for her. Um, and just this idea that that Jesus took our place and the idea that because he was so good, he could take our place and how he took our punishment. Um, and just speaking about that in terms and ways that kids can understand. But just asking Jesus, like, would you would you bring me near to God? That we can't do that on our own. And that Jesus, he, he did that for everybody in the whole world forever. And because it was mm-hmm. this huge amount of bad things and he was perfectly good, he could take our place and he his life he gave his life so that we could have life so mm-hmm. that we could be brought near so so just kind of talking through those those concepts and the idea that god wants to be near us he loves us and and he loves us so much that he would he would send his own son to take our place to take away all the bad things so we don't have to be ashamed we don't have to be worried about the bad things that we do we don't have to hide from god anymore we can tell him when we do bad things we can say god would you please forgive me um and that because of jesus he forgives us and it's just such a such a beautiful verse i just love it i think too kids kids it's shocking to me so i have a almost 5 year old and the concepts that he grasps so simply and with faith that I, as an adult, wrestle with mm-hmm. is always astounding to me. Mm-hmm. So he he's the one that the other day he said to me, Mom, did you know that we can have a Savior, that we do have a Savior? I was like, yeah, I do I do know that. How, how do you know that? And he said, well, Jesus, Jesus is our Savior. And I'm like, okay. Mind you, he learned this either from Sunday school or he learned it from his preschool teacher so i didn't i didn't teach him this 
Praise God for all the other people in the church. Mm -hmm. Um, And so he's saying this to me, and I I said, what do you think we need saved from? Like, why would we need a Savior? And he told me, well, because we do bad things. So he has this conversation with me where he's basically teaching back to me what he had heard. Mm -hmm. And these are complicated for adults a lot of the time. They're complicated things to, to understand. And he... His little heart is very, uh, what's the word like? Receptive. Maybe? Receptive to hearing this, mm-hmm. and so I think you know I didn't teach him that maybe because subconsciously I didn't think he was ready to hear that, mm. and I don't think that's true. I think our little people, Jesus is like, bring them to us, mm. bring us your little people, uh, or bring them to me because. These ones are the ones with the faith, and we have a lot to learn from them. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it's just a great reminder. Like these conversations might seem scary. They might seem over their head, but it's not true. Like Mm -hmm. I I came to follow Jesus like a true follower of Jesus at age eight. Um, It was a real, very real saving thing for me. Mm -hmm. That freed me from a lot of fear I had as an Mm -hmm. eight-year-old. And I remember like it was the truth that Jesus Jesus was going to be my savior that gave me a whole new light to see my life in. Mm. And I was eight. And so, uh, and I, it's not like I'm some brilliant kid. It was because it's true and kids are sponges to this truth. Um, and so don't be afraid, I guess, to to sit down and just have a conversation and color a coloring sheet while you're doing it, you know? Yeah. And I think too, like, it's it's like you said, Vera, there's there's not a concept that we should be afraid of. You know, it shouldn't be that because this says the blood of Christ in here that I feel weird about talking about that. Mm-hmm. That in reality, the reason that is scary to me when I think about sharing that with somebody who maybe isn't a Christian, it's because I haven't really haven't really felt comfortable with talking about why we need the blood of Christ. Like, why did Jesus have to die? And mm-hmm. and that seems really harsh. It really, mm-hmm. like, it's a harsh reality that our sin is that bad that somebody has to die for that sin. Yep. Um, it's not a thing we like to talk about. It makes us feel uncomfortable. And, and yet, you know, it's like what we're saying with kids. Like, they get that concept. Real, like, they know that they get in trouble, and they know that they do bad things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> Whereas I think as adults, adults we don't. Like, <laughs> we don't. And we, you know, a lot of our sin is private or it's, you know, it's not – it's a socially acceptable thing for mm-hmm. our sin to be, you know, growing. Um, and so, you know, they have the luxury of like, no, actually, you just hit your brother, so now you're in timeout. That was obviously wrong. And for us, it's like, is this wrong? Nobody's telling me <laughs> this is wrong. Nobody saw me do that thing. Right. Um, or, you know, it's like we don't even have the eyes to see our own pride sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's for all – this verse is for all of us. It's a reminder um, that we can, we can feel distant from God, but like – what I love um, on the back of the card, I, we re- always write a devotional. Um, but I love this idea: um, wherever we are, no matter how far, Jesus brings us near. And Natalie wrote on the back: Jesus beckons us, "Come near to me, and I will come near to you." We are never too far for Him to find us, never too dirty for Him to clean us, and even our apathy melts in His love. And that last line, I think, is really easy as an adult it's like Mm. i'm apathetic now what um Mm -hmm. 
it melts in his love. And so it's a, it, we're never, we are always as close as saying his name and asking, Jesus, come near to me. I actually want you more. Mm. Um, and I love that. That's awesome, V. Yeah, I, I think you're right. It's a beautiful verse. It, the, just the concept that the God of the universe would come and die for us in our sin, like in our rebellion, not when we were cleaned up and pretty, but that he came and, and shed his blood to bring us near. People who are far off, people who are thumbing our no- noses at him, people who are chasing after our sin, even now, like, you know, like we still sin. The only difference mm-hmm. between a Christian and a non-Christian is that our sin is covered by the blood of Christ. Um, mm-hmm. And we have we have the ability to say no to sin in a way that, that non-Christians don't have. We have the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. in us. But we still sin, and, mm-hmm. and we're the ones who know better also. And mm-hmm. yet Jesus says, come near, come near. I know you You just wandered off again. Come on back. Isn't on it back. funny, though? <laughs> like yesterday I got all all uh, twisted up inside. Some things happened during the workday that got me all jumbled up. And um, I was like just trying by my own effort, like running around trying to fix the things um, and it wasn't until I got on this call with Natalie, we had a, a scheduled call, and she could tell I was in a bad place. And she's like, hey, I'm just, I can tell you're you're stressed out and anxious. Like, let me just read to you, recite to you Psalm 23, and you visualize it. And it was as soon as I stopped and I stopped relying on myself and instead thought about what Jesus does by bringing us to these green pastures and still waters that I was like, oh yeah, this is, I am, I am so near to him. I just only have to say his name and Mm -hmm. recognize him. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's just, it's just so good. It's for all of us. It is always for all of us. Mm. Amen. It is always for all of us. Such good truth. Okay. Well, so if you're interested, y'all listening out there, (laughs) y'all, I y'all. don't usually say y'all, but I did. Sure don't. Okay. Well, y'all listen out there. I got something there. for you. <laughs> we have a dedicated page for Easter. We have a dedicated, printable, free download that you can get um, to help you walk through this verse, uh, especially with your little people, but for yourself. Uh, if you're really interested, you can still join us this month by signing up for next month and going to our kit shop and getting April anyway. Um, so that's our sneaky trick for you. And then just as we consider these things, as we um, as we draw near to Christ, I, I would also challenge you, like, this is the perfect time to invite people in. It's the perfect mm-hmm. time to say to somebody, hey, come to church with me. And hopefully you'll feel equipped to do that because you have God in you, the Holy Spirit inside of you, giving you the words to say. So be courageous, do the thing, invite people, draw near to Christ, and he will draw and if, near to you. if somebody, if you stumbled on this podcast, you're like, what did I even, I don't believe in this God thing. First of all, welcome. But second of all, um, Dude, if you know, if you're like just starting on this little journey and you don't know another Christian, send us a, send us a DM on Instagram. If you do know somebody, send them a text and be like, hey, I know you go to church. Might I join? Like God wants to know you. He wants you to know him, I should say. And you're not meant to be alone. So if you are alone, you feel alone, send us a DM. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. We know lots of people too. We can try yeah. to connect you. We've got like a whole network of people. So awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you, Vera. I love this verse. I just love it. I love the concept. I love that God wants to be near us. And I hope that this month that everyone listening and that you and I, Vera, we would feel the nearness of Christ this month. Love it. Let's go. All right. Later. Later. Hey, thanks for joining us on the Dwell Podcast. You can find out more about us at Dwell Differently on Instagram, Facebook, and at dwelldifferently.com online. We help people connect with God through scripture memory, daily posts, a weekly blog, and of course, this podcast.